Previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. Well, that's all right. I was just being polite. And he pulls out a great sword. Niklaus will, will move towards the window as he passes Herkir. He'll say, Herkir, uh, what's the plan here? Uh, I think we got to get the girl to safety and away from this dude. Herkir is going to disengage and flee to the garbage chute. Niklaus will use his reaction to finish what's left of his coffee. He puts it calmly down on the counter and then jumps into the garbage chute. It's a long fall. You're essentially wading through sewage water, about thigh high, so it's about like two to three feet deep. My name's Arya, Arya Negrim. As you see Arya fall off Sirius's shoulders, you also realize that you're, you're feeling a bit sluggish and tired. Arya lands with a splash. She's not moving. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Oh no. Sears grabs her again. Arya, are you okay? She looks like she's unconscious. And you notice that, well, do a quick medicine check. Medicine. 15. You notice that at some point she sustained a very large cut on her arm. And that combined with the sewage water, it's not looking too good. Oh no. Tricky. You stand behind everybody. You also don't feel too good. I don't feel good. Wait, did Hirakir say out loud that he doesn't feel good? No, he's probably suffering in silence at the moment. Sirius lays her hand on Arya, on Arya's back, and will say, Please feel better. And it's going to use five HP of her lay on hands to cure one disease afflicting her. So she doesn't regain hit points, but she is cured of one disease. Mm-hmm. You see her wound clear up quite a bit. She stirs, but it seems like she's still quite tired. Mm-hmm. We need to get her someplace safe soon. What's wrong with her? I think she had some sort of infection from just the unsanitary water down here. Uh, combined with an open wound, it's, it was pretty nasty. And I think just everything she's been through, I think it was just a lot for her, and she needs time to rest. I wouldn't think the water would be able to cause that. Guys, I don't feel so good. Yeah, hold on, I'm talking to Nicholas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Mom! <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> I don't think Sirius would actually say that. But <laughs> this is not be funny. Nicholas gives a look to Sirius and he turns to her cow. Her cow? <laughs> her cow. <laughs> he, he, he turned into a cow. <laughs> Here, 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 cow! Now, that's <laughs> the disease has triggered my uh, shape change ability. <laughs> yeah. 
Nikos turns to your cure. Are you alright, man? No, I, I don't feel so good. Oh no, not you too. Alright, Sirius walks over. One hand around Arya on her shoulder, and the other hand outstretched towards Cure Cure. Alright, take a deep breath. <gasps> Alright, I do the same thing to him. I cure him of one disease. Yeah. Cure Cure, you feel a lot better. But as you take a look around, you see that you're still thigh deep in rancid sewage trash water. Oh, thanks, Cirrus. Yeah, uh, it's no problem. I'm sorry for ignoring you earlier. I was, it, I can't concentrate on two things at once. But I think we need to get out of here. This place isn't healthy or good for any of us. No, it's not. I mean, that's a lie. Cirrus is fine. But <laughs> Nicholas, how are you doing? I'm feeling fine. Okay, good. Let me know. Let me know if you start to feel weird or off. Same. Of course. The three of you continue to head down the river of trash. In the distance, you continue to hear the echoes of metal grinding and slamming into each other. And the four of you head forward into the darkness. The three of you are just trudging through the trash, heading what you guys know to be downriver and following the current. Niklaus, you suddenly get a sharp pain in your head. You blink, and then you find yourself in a forest along a path that appears to be heading up a mountain. In the distance, you see three people. One of them is wearing heavy metal armor and carrying a sword. You see another person, a dwarf, carrying a warhammer. And you see a tall human woman with the same ombre-colored hair that you do. The woman notices you and begins heading in your direction. Niklaus starts walking towards them. As you get closer, you notice that none of the clothes they're wearing is from your time. You and the woman approach about five feet of each other. She peers into your eyes, sort of squinting, and says, You're not supposed to be here. Your headache suddenly gets worse, and the voices get louder again. You blink, and you find yourself back in the sewer. So then I said, Officer Johnson, that's not a donut. That's a bagel. Arya laughs weakly as she comes to. Uh, you had to be there. Niklaus, you take four damage. Ooh. Mm. Tis but a scratch. Sirius and Hirkir, the two of you noticed Niklaus sort of lagging in the back. You okay back there, Niklaus? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll, uh, I'll catch up. Hirkir shrugs and goes back, too. You, you don't want to fall too far behind. We have no idea how close Mr. Dusterman is. I'll be fine. I won't fall behind. Okay. Immediately falls behind. Just kidding. <laughs> we have to respect his choice. The loud mechanical noises that you guys have been hearing are getting louder and louder. Hercury begins looking around nervously for an exit. How about you do a perception check? Twelve. Can I assume that you're just in the front? Sure. Niklaus isn't. Yeah, so it makes sense I would be in front, unencumbered. At first, you smell something weird and then you see something 
peculiar. I don't like the smell of this, guys. Also, there's something peculiar. What's the peculiar thing? You see that someone has apparently chucked two barrels of something, and you can see from even from this distance, they're about 30 feet away, that there's the skull and crossbones painted on the barrels. There's a sort of sickly green gas emanating from the two barrels. I don't like the look of this. What do you see up there? There's a green gas and coming from a couple of barrels. Can I see anything on the barrels? Just like the skull and crossbones sign. It's probably poisonous. There's a skull and crossbones on the barrels. Are they just sitting in the middle of the... Yeah, they seem to be stuck. They're not getting pushed along by the current. Alright, I have an idea. Stand back. I'm gonna cast Tidal Wave to clear out the uh, barrels. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, what does it look like? I conjure up a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. That area can be up to 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, and 10 feet tall. There are no creatures in the area, but they have to make a dexterity saving throw. Were there to be some. The water then spreads out across the ground in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in its area and within 30 feet of it, and then it vanishes. Yeah, suck it, unprotected flames. (laughs) (laughs) Your tidal wave smashes into the two barrels, dislodging them from their residences. (laughs) No home for you, barrels. And then they are caught by the current and float downriver. Nice work there, Hercure. Yeah, hopefully I don't need that spell later on. Oh, I highly doubt it. We're, prob- <laughs> <laughs> We're probably home free from here on out. Arya sort of perks up and she's like, Huh. Huh? If you want to venture to find out what she's thinking about, go ahead and do an insight check. Herka's continuing down after the gas has hopefully been cleared out a little bit. I have a different idea. Fine. Do your idea. Well, in terms of the insight thing. Uh, oh. Sirius says, Arya, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Ch- trying the direct approach. Arya's just like, oh, nothing. Are you sure it's nothing? Yes. All right, Sirius will make that insight check now. <laughs> she is technically lying to you, I guess. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's not good that she's a liar at such a young age, but it's good <laughs> for mechanical reasons. All right. Well, the first thing I rolled was a nat 20, so I'm going to go with that. Minus one, so 19. For reference, Hyrkir and Arya are roughly at the same equivalent age. Yeah, and Hyrkir is young, right? Yeah, Hyrkir is like 19. Maybe he'll be 20 at some point. I don't know how much time has passed. Or when <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought it was like 14 or something. No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> is is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Arya has never seen anybody cast magic unaccompanied by Magitech. And she is a little bit impressed. Not that she would tell anybody. Ah, uh, yes, I, I see you looking at my friend over there. He's very handsome. He's single. That's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yes, he's. Him and Niklaus are very gifted. Huh. My thoughts exactly, Arya. The three of you continue on. How about everybody do a perception check? Uh-oh. Perception, eh? These are always fun. How about with disadvantage, actually? Oh, that makes no. sense because okay. of the crunching. The first one was a three plus zero. Well, I got a <clears> seven. So we'll stick with that. It's either a seven or 
Cirrus rolls a seven. Uh, how well lit is it down here, by the way? Barely to not at all. Okay. I think I know. I don't have dark vision. Needed, I could have caught cast produce flame. Didn't I? Didn't I put light on something? Oh, I was I, using the hooded lantern. That's you right. Did, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had a whole we had a whole conversation about lighting last. Yeah. The, the lantern <laughs> revealing is going full bore. So no invisible creatures can sneak up on us, Joey. <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> 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 All right, what, what were the rolls? <laughs> Cirrus rolled a seven. Niklaus has a three. Herkier has a 17. All right, fucking showing off over there. My first roll is a 25. <laughs> Herkier, you having been the one probably closest to the two barrels. I also have dark vision, if that helps. Uh, This is actually like a smell thing. Oh. You and your smell. Okay. You notice that when you were sort of close to that, to the poison gas, that it, it sort of smelled sickly sweet. It has now just been replaced by just like, it smells terrible now. Ugh. Like even worse than just normal sewage trash. You guys smell that? There's something. Ugh. I think I lost my sense of smell like 60 feet ago. <laughs> Thankfully, no. Hercule looks around for the source. Of the foul odor, if there's actually wearing a new deodorant today, today, <laughs> and that's all I could smell. Oh, it's not the rotted meat one. No, they stopped manufacturing that after all the complaints. Mm. Here, here, go and do a perception check. Wait, another. I guess you. Yeah, go and do another one. Just this yeah. one, just normal without disadvantage. Yeah, we have to go deeper. Seventeen. Wow. You sort of look down river to try and figure out where the smell is, and then for a hot second. Like, just a brief second, you're pretty sure you see a tentacle. Uh, guys, I think there's something in here with us. I saw a tentacle. Uh, ahead of us? Yes. Is it, how close are we to the, to the, the sound of a gears crashing into things? It's probably just within 90 feet or so. Where was the, uh, the tentacle? Probably like 20 feet in front. The tentacle was like 20 feet away, so, uh... If it can stay under this this water, it could be anywhere, really. And probably is the source of that terrible odor. Joey, what would uh, Niklaus's understanding of how a 30-foot-long, 5-foot-wide stream of acid interacting <laughs> with rushing water... <laughs> Do <would> you it, pour... <laughs> would it mix into the water, or would it... Like yeah, if you Joey, cast do some chemistry how many for us. how <laughs> many gallons is it? It's thirty feet long and five feet wide. Yep, and, and how and we're missing we're missing it, one critical. <laughs> it's enough to cover any creature or object in that area. Because right when you put acid in water, sometimes it makes it even stronger. We yeah because of chemistry what, things. What kind of acid it is? So <laughs> <laughs> Ma magic magic acid. Magic. Magic acid. Gonna go with it. Well, I don't know. You can try if you want. All right. Niklaus says, okay, let's hold up a second. I want to try something. And then Niklaus will trudge his way up to the front next to her care. Whereabouts did you see it? I point in the approximate location of where I saw the tentacle, about 20 feet ahead of me. All right. I'm going to spray acid in front of us, so as long as you stay <laughs> upstream... We should be okay. Maybe it'll irritate it enough for it to reveal itself. If it's not enough to kill it. 
Okay, I don't hear any objections. So at that point, he casts <laughs> Tasha's Casting Brew uh, <laughs> towards where the appendage was <laughs> at first level. All right. What does it look like? So as he uh, says the incantation, and luckily the material component is a bit of rotten food, which he picks up from the stream floating by, a stream of acid shoots 30 feet down towards where the tentacle was, covering a five-foot-wide patch. And as the acid disperses into the water, he hopes... It won't lose all of its potency. Your acid splashes into the water. There's a brief moment of silence where all you can hear is the crunching of mechanical noise and the drifting of sewage. There's nothing else. I think it's clear. You must have just been imagining things. Yeah, I don't think so. But I think we do have to go forward. We'll just stay close together. What could go wrong as long as we're together? That's the spirit. All right, Herkier moves carefully forward. He is definitely all senses alert for tentacles of doom. Oh, Herkier, I'm sure it was just like a pipe or maybe a, a tire or something that just looked like a tentacle. Mm -hmm. Does Nikos feel any like heavier objects floating by like under the water like along the bottom <laughs> like a, a dead tentac tentacled body no just like you know like a metal thing that was thrown away that's like not floating but it's still being carried by the uh, torrent yeah there's like a couple of those he, he finds the close the next one that like kind of brushes by and he picks it up and casts light on it and tosses it ahead so it'll it'll glow from the bottom of the water ahead of them as it flows with the water it's like Nikos created a little anglerfish for it to allure the uh, tentacle to. You feel something rolling around getting pushed along by the current, and you lift it up and you find a halfling-sized barbell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nikos will examine the, the barbell and marvel at its small size before casting light on it and tossing it back into the river to float down. Yeah, it slowly rolls along underneath the water. You don't really see anything from here. Whatever was there might be gone. Question mark? Well, Nicholas would like walk behind the thing. Just keep going down the, the path. The three of you continue heading down. Arya has sort of awoken, but appears to still be sort of exhausted. She does ask, so what? Did you explain to me why you were looking for my uncle? I think so, but I can explain again. Well, your uncle, Rudiger, might be able to help us find more information about what exactly happened to Hirkir and Niklaus that gave them their magic ability. Well, what, what's wrong with being able to cast magic? Well, we, we didn't choose what happened to us, so we'd like to know what was done to us and why. Yes. Also, the, the group that is doing this is just taking people and experimenting on them against their own will, kind of like what Hirkir just said, and they're also willing to go to extreme dangerous lengths to further their research. Hirkir, Niklas, and I were... Hirkir, Niklas, and I had to defend an entire apartment plaza from a group of these people and, and their some of their monsters just so that they could find something something there that they needed these people are dangerous and they're a threat to the people of this good city they're the worst 
the worst. They they bad. Literally. Would you guys rather not want to be able to cast magic? I mean, if it didn't come with the threat of imminent death, constant danger, and the loss of everything I had in my life beforehand, then yeah, it would have been great. Also, on a personal note, it seems that your uncle and my father have some sort of connection or know each other, and my father's been missing for, for months now, and so finding him might help me find my father. As you guys have this conversation, the, the crunching of metal has grown louder. The three of you arrive at the base of a conveyor belt that spans the entire width of the channel that you're in. It's picking up trash on a slight incline. The conveyor belt runs for about 60 feet in length <laughs> and 15 feet in height uh, at its apex. As your line of sight follows the conveyor belt, you see that the conveyor belt is bringing the trash up towards a series of grind wheels that run also the entire width of the channel. There's six of them. And from where you're standing farther upstream, they're oriented in a parallel orientation to you. The wheels themselves are 30 feet wide in diameter and 30, uh, about 4 feet wide in width. Each of them are rotating at a steady but somewhat lethargic pace, slowly grinding any of the trash that is carried up by the conveyor belt. The three of you notice that there's a bit of clearance between the wheels and the ceiling of the channel that you're in. About five feet. Big meat grinder in front of us. I mean, I think we can climb it, guys. It's not moving that fast. Well, we can try. Would rope help us? Would we be able to... Well, the problem is, is that we have a unbreakable rope, and if that thing gets caught up within these wheels and we're holding it, we're going to get caught up in these wheels and then we will be no more. Yeah, that's why they say never wear, wear loose clothing when working on a lathe. They do say that. That was the first thing they put in the police guide, too. What's a lathe? Very weird. I don't even know what a lathe is. <laughs> they use that uh, Magitek to spin things really fast? Yeah. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Alright. Is there a way we can break one of these wheels so it stops spinning and then climb that. Other than hitting it with a club, I don't really have a way to break it. I mean, I can I have attack a, it with flame blade. I have a war hammer. <laughs> it is a 30-foot diameter, 4-foot wide chunk of metal. Yeah. I feel like it'd be very difficult to break from this side. Joey, are there, is there a set of controls for this or a maintenance panel or something? Nope. It, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And that cause begins to get onto the conveyor belt. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Could drive over it. You drive into the conveyor belt with the car and then like as it flips up, you dispel it and we go flying up over the wheels onto the other side. Momentum. How how fast does the conveyor belt move? Nicholas, you step onto the conveyor belt and it's going at about five miles an hour. 10 feet per second. per second. 10 feet per second. Great. Okay, so if I needed to, I could walk back. You would have to dash, I think. Because it'd be 60 feet. Oh, 10 feet per second, not per round. It's about running speed. We could try to hook the... Well, he's already there, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicklaus, you step onto the conveyor belt. Yeah. He's keeping his eyes on the grinding gear in front of him. 
yeah, as you step on the conveyor belt, you realize that it is going quite a bit faster than you thought it was. We could try to hook... Oh, he's already on the conveyor belt. Okay. Niklaus, what are you doing? It's fine. I is it? You can use it to jump higher, further. Wait, and Niklaus begins, run begins running in the same direction as the conveyor belt to get faster speed. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Mitchell, and I play Cirrus on the podcast. I want to give a special shout out to our patrons. If you want to join our Patreon and earn special membership benefits, you can find it at patreon.com slash adequately advanced magic. Also, check us out on social media at AAMagicPod. You can find us on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now join us as Kirkir, Niklaus, and Cirrus find their way back to their friends. All right, let's go ahead and roll like a pseudo initiative just so we have like an order of operations. Okay. Pseudo initiative. I'm going to use my pseudo dexterity, which is better than my normal dexterity. <laughs> it's 5 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rolling initiative. Herkier got a 7. Sirius rolled a 16. It's going to be 8 for Niklaus. All right. Sirius, so you're about 15 feet back away from the conveyor belt. You see that Nicholas has stepped onto it and is about to get whisked into oblivion. Seriously, it's your turn. This is tricky. Arya is still on your shoulder, by the way. That makes it even more tricky. I can't calm its emotions. <laughs> I can't put it to sleep. Hmm. And I'm, I have somebody in my protection. I'm gonna delay my turn. Alright, you do nothing. I want to see how this plays out. Nicholas. Yes. It's your turn. Niklaus will run towards the gears along the uh, conveyor belt, and he will try to leap from the edge of the conveyor belt up, hopefully over, but if not over, then above the giant gear. Into the right. giant gear. You get a running start, and you're carried along by the conveyor belt like one of the airport <laughs> flat escalators. Yeah. A moving sidewalk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so combine uh, the speeds, right? So that'd be like... 120 feet per second <laughs> or per, yeah, uh, per six seconds and go ahead and do an athletics check not acrobatics athletics yeah this one's gonna have to be athletics Ooh, okay surprise it's gonna be a 12 Niklaus you run the entire length of the 60 foot conveyor belt and just as you attempt to jump up you stumble a little bit Okay, as he stumbles, he will call upon his magical guidance feature, which will allow him to spend one sorcery point, of which he has one remaining, to re-roll the d20. And I must use the new roll. It was in that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! In the arms of the angels. You lose your footing, and then you, like, you're, you try to fix it, but you somehow make it worse you literally like a piece of trash like nearby you step on it and you like sprain your ankle and as just as you're about to jump you can only manage like a half hobble and you jump up Face. onto one of the grind wheels oh god so now i'm clinging to the grind wheel yeah 
Uh, and you're still not particularly far up. Like, almost imminently, you're about to get caught in the grindy grindiness. Easy starts climbing. <laughs> He's climbing. <laughs> Using all three limbs. With, with your three limbs, you're basically just, like, keeping at pace. Like, you're, the bottom of your pants is occasionally getting caught and ripping. And we're gonna cut to Hirkir, who is in the back looking at this debacle. Hirkir, seeing his friend in danger going to rush to attempt to provide aid he's going to try and run and jump onto yeah he's gonna get up there and, and try and help Niklaus you run 15 feet and you jump onto the conveyor belt yep it's moving at hmm. 2x speed so if you just like run you can end up right at the grind wheel okay but the conveyor belt will also continue to push you forward right well I'm going to try and can I get onto the same wheel that Niklaus is on? I mean, it's four feet wide, right? So Yeah, you can try. It might be sort of a tight squeeze. That's fine. If I get on, I can climb up and then, like, help Niklaus up, maybe. He's not thinking real clearly now, guys. He's just trying to help his friend. Jeez. The grinding of metal continues. Athletics check? Yep. <laughs> Three. <laughs> you also stumble... <laughs> On. Somehow, like the, the the same piece of trash that Niklaus stumbled on, like sometimes when you know, like you put things into the grinder, like it gets squeezed out. Yep. The same one that caused Niklaus's ankle injury shoots out and just whacks you in the opposite ankle. And as you jump up, you also just like barely hanging on. We're doing great here, guys. Uh, at this point, I think Niklaus is just screaming. As you slowly climb the wheel. Yeah. Cyrus, <laughs> it's your turn. What exactly were you trying to do? <laughs> I was trying to get up on the wheel and then help Niklaus get up. Okay. Dang it. I had a good idea, but it would take me like 10 minutes to cast the spell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We've been, we've, been, we've been working on our cardiovascular endurance. It's, yeah, it's they're, fine. They're, so, they're, they're matching pace. <laughs> All right. Well, there's only really one thing I could do now, which is to go rescue these fools. So... To try and rescue us. Let's be honest. Cirrus... It's like... We're just all three of us running into these fucking... All right. <laughs> Cirrus runs after her friends to try to wrestle them off of these wheels and back into the water. Back to <laughs> where the water was. Uh, amidst the screaming, Niklaus yells out... <laughs> Watch out for that thing at the end of the conveyor belt. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you jump on the conveyor belt and Ari's like, oh my god, we're doing this. I can't let them die. They're my only friends. That's what I said. <laughs> and the conveyor belt pushes you up to the wheel. They're the only friends I have left. Alright, I'm going to attempt to grab these two fools. And bring them back to the to safety. <laughs> okay, if you even if you do grab them, they will. The conveyor belt's gonna push all like. Basically, you just pull us up, not back. All right, I attempt to boost them up to a safer vantage point. All right, yeah, go go ahead and do a strength check. All right, that is a seventeen. Okay, what does it look like? Uh, you do succeed. <laughs> all right, this is actually. <laughs> difficult to visualize for me. It is hard to visualize because the because of turn order. The conveyor belt is constantly running, as are the wheels. So 
as are we trying to stay on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, technically this is all happening in the same six second period. Yeah. So Sirius runs up the conveyor belt and before it actually, and she see like as these two are stumbling, she grabs Cure Cure and their Nicholas. Butts. Their butts. Yeah, she grabs their butts with one hand, both <laughs> of them. Just palming it. <laughs> hoist them up upwards so they can By get her butts i was gonna say the scruff of their necks but then somebody else said butts <laughs> butts you're not that tall i thought they were going down not up or we're like barely above the level of the conveyor belt yeah oh like you know like those walls where you you jump at it with velcro suit <laughs> <laughs> Am I able to just, like, pull them off the wheel and back onto the conveyor belt? But we'd have to do that and then run 60 feet to keep from being flung off the end of the conveyor belt. (laughs) Alright. I, like, punch their butts. (laughs) And they fly upwards. Alright, I like it. Alright. You you run up to them and you do the little, like, Mario up B attack. And it, it gives... Hugh and Niklaus, enough of a boost where they end up at the top of the wheel. <sighs> Meanwhile, they're still they're still trying. They're like they're, they're still crawling along. Now I it's have much a easier because we're not we're not working against gravity now. So it's... yeah, it, it is a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, Niklaus, it's your turn. Niklaus will attempt to. How bad is the ankle? Like, could... it, it's not super terrible. Okay, so he could hobble know. on it. Yeah. Okay, he'll attempt to transition from a crawling position to a standing hobbling position. Or crouching, I guess. Alright, go, go ahead and do a dexterity check for this one. Oh, thank goodness. Better? 11. Yeah, you, you barely make it. The wheel itself is quite slippery and corkscrewed to crush the trash, but you do manage to stand up. He will use his action to help Hercure stand up when he tries to stand up. Mm-hmm. Alright, it's Hercure's turn. Is this a athletic or... A uh, it's a dexterity check. Dexterity and, check. Straight dexterity uh, check. Yeah, Niklaus will help you stand up, so go ahead and do it with, with advantage. Ooh. Uh, 19. Yeah, you stand up no problem. It didn't hit your ankle as hard as it did, <laughs> Niklaus. The two right. of you are now sort of Walking along the top of the wheel, hobbling along. Hobbling, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we should. We should catch our over. breath. Catch our breath here. We gotta keep going. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a leisurely. It's still moving. Stroll. It's a beautiful meadow. Just close your eyes and pretend I, everything's fine. I grab him and pull him along, up and over the wheel. Hopefully. Yeah. The two of you make your way as the wheel sort of tapers off. Just a little hippity-hoppity. Yeah. Uh, Sirius, you're imminently about to be thrown into the grind. Yes, I've, I've realized that. All right. We Sir- made it. Thank you. Yep. Now I just have to. Sirius says to Arya, hold on tight. Do you trust me? <laughs> no. All right. Hold on tight. And Sirius will attempt to climb also. Yeah. Go and do the athletic check to jump from the conveyor belt to the wheels. Ah, uh, yeah. That is a 25. Yeah, you have no problem. You just jump up there. 
kick the piece of trash out of the way that was bugging your <laughs> Kira Niklaus. <laughs> yeah, at the very last second, you're able to jump up. Kirkir and Niklaus, as the two of you end up on the other side of the wheel, you see that there's a rather precipitous drop. What? Ooh. Describe precipitous for me. It's about 30 feet, but you do see that it is like a pool of water. Uh, the water, there's apparently some sort of runoff from where the uh, conveyor belt is for the water, and it just sort of like waterfalls into this pool. Hmm. The two Vikas are still sort of hamster wheeling it on top of the wheel. I'm guessing there's no um, there's no ledge between the wheel and the, the drop-off? Nope. We can see the bottom relatively clearly. It's pretty murky, but it does look pretty deep. Uh, whenever the grinded trash falls into the water, you can hear it splash, and some of it does actually, like, sink. Okay. I think we have to jump here, Kurt. All right. On three. Okay. One. Two. Two. Three. And the two of you jump into the pool. Jeremiah, can you give me a, one of your patented falling screams? <laughs> <laughs> you should just sample that, Joey. <laughs> Sirius, what do you want to do? Yep, Sirius is going to continue crawling forward. Yep. Go ahead and do a dexterity check. That is a 10. A 10 barely makes it. Yay, but it still makes it. You slip a couple times, almost like getting yourself jammed in between some of the grind wheels. But you do make it to the other side of the wheel. Whoops. And you see that Hirkir and Niklaus have already jumped down into the pool. Sploosh. Do they seem fine? Yeah, they are treading water. Actually, does everybody know how to swim? I mean, uh, Niklaus knows how to swim, yeah. Skill. <laughs> Everybody's just like, oh, uh-huh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. There's not a swimming skill in, like, 3.5, so I think it's yeah. just athletics. Yep. We'll assume that you know how to swim. They're sort of just treading water for now. Okay. The wheels are, like, flush against the, the walls on either side of the cavern. The channel? Yeah. Yeah. And are the walls... I want to I see if Sirius can sort of transfer to the walls and climb down. Climb down the walls. If they're... Because I'm assuming that maybe the walls are not have like cracks and crevices or something that Cirrus can use as footholds. Uh, you can try. <laughs> I'm going to try. Just do it. All right. Go ahead and do a dexterity check to hop one wheel over. I just have you like to get to the wall. Good so far. That's a 17. Yeah, you, you managed to make your way to the wall, jumping from one wheel to the other. Now go ahead and do an athletics check to try and climb down. Okay. That is a 13. You slip a little bit, but you are able to not have to jump. Are you still holding on tight? Ari is like, yes. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost there. Do you go all the way down or? Yeah, Cyrus climbs down and, and lands in the water. Yep. You plop down into the water. The three of you breathe a sigh of relief. But then Do as you though? breathe in. <laughs> Do we though? <laughs> okay, maybe not. As the three of you are treading water, it's actually sort of difficult for Sirius. The The smell that you smelled before, here, oh, here no. has gotten worse. Much, much worse. The three of you find yourselves floating slash treading water in a 60-foot pool of water and crushed trash. Is there a current? No, this part is still. Weird. At the end of the pool, you see that there is a ledge. 
and there's two sets of ladders that reach up to essentially a second ledge, a platform that is graded off. And you see that there's a door in the center and glass panes. And you can see that behind the glass panes, there's some control panels that would ostensibly operate the grinding wheels. And potentially be an exit from this forward place? Yes. Niklaus, you feel something slimy touch you. Damn it. Uh, Not to alarm anyone, but I felt something touch my leg. Was it a tentacle? I don't want to say. Harker begins swimming towards. Oh. Swimming. Swimming's a good idea. Well, there's lots of trash floating around in here, so it's probably yep, yeah, take just trash. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead. You you take your time. I'm I'm going to swim. The three of you begin swimming over. Swim, 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 swim. A tentacle pops out in the middle of the pool, and it's sort of like periscope. It like looks around it's like, oh? <laughs> Hercule swims faster. And then the three of you see... A monstrous creature with a bulbous body and multiple tentacle-like arms surface out of the water. It has sickly green skin, and it's covered in warts and other nasty things. A beady eye looks at the three of you, hungrily. And we're going to go ahead and roll for initiative. Run! (laughs) All right. All right. I'm rolling initiative. It's an 11 for Niklaus. That's a six for Herkier. He's been getting shit rolls tonight. Also a six for Sirius. I'm getting like good rolls and then utter shit rolls. So maybe next time we'll be okay. It rolls a 17. The three of you are swimming around in this pool. Rather nasty looking trash monster has emerged just about 15 feet ahead of you. The trash monster actually goes first. It's going to swim up five feet towards... Hukir Niklaus, Cirrus's positioned against the wall and a little bit farther back. Sup? And it's going to reach out with its tentacles, with one aimed at Hukir and one aimed at Niklaus. The first attack against Hukir is a 19. Well, that'll hit. Oh my god, there's so many D8s. No likey! You never want to hear that. <laughs> it deals 8 bludgeoning and 2 piercing. Ow. And you're now grappled and restrained. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh. The second attack against Niklaus is a nine. Misses. Yep. A tentacle flies up and bitch slaps you a couple times here, here, and then it latches onto your neck. <laughs> Another tentacle reaches out and attempts to touch Niklaus, but to no avail. Niklaus is untouchable. And it's Niklaus's turn. If I use my action, can I free him from the tentacle? Or would it be like a contested strength thing? I think you would have to contest the strength. Boo. So here's what I want to do. I want to use my action to help him, but then still use my movement to swim away. <laughs> I want to help him try to break free. If I can find a way, an RP way to do that, can I do that mechanically? The most straightforward way is to just help somehow, and I'll let you help to give your advantage. advantage, and then I'll let you swim away. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Niklaus will start to swim away from the creature towards the wall, so going away from where um, Hercure is, 
and he'll use his lantern or revealing and like quickly close the hood, open the hood, close the hood, open the hood to try to like uh, either disorient or distract the creature from her cure so that his grip will loosen on the tentacle. Yeah, you, you fuck with the monster's dark vision and you swim towards the wall. Kiku, it's your turn. I attempt to break the grapple. Yay. You can do either strength, athletics, or dexterity acrobatics. But uh, this is not contested. Okay. Well, I'll do acrobatics then. Yeah, and go ahead and do it with advantage from the help that Nicholas gave you. Oh, good. Well, seven. Ooh. You are still grappled. Yes, I am. Niklas, you attempt to flash your lantern while treading water at the trash monster. It blinks at you and is like, hey, what are you doing? While keeping a hold on Hirkir. It briefly surfaces for a second, revealing that at the center of its body is a massive maw filled with razor-sharp teeth, and it's headed for Hirkir. As the teeth emerge from the water, you recognize the monster to be an Otyuk. But it's Sirius's turn now. Sirius looks at Hirkir and says, No, he's so young! <laughs> he's got so much life and mushrooms ahead of him! And swims over and attempts to wrestle Hirkir away from the Otyuk. Alright, I'll give Hirkir the advantage on escaping again. We'll say you're helping. Oh, uh, okay. The Otyug approaches, and it's going to attempt to tentacle Sirius, and it rolls... But I don't want that. A 20. But it doesn't matter what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, that, that succeeds. It does 10 bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Plus 7 piercing damage. Ouch. And you're now grappled. The two of you are grappled together... The Atyug is going to swim a little bit closer to the two of you guys, and then using its two tentacles, it's going to slam the two of you together, like a pair of cymbals. And each of you guys have to do a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Well, luckily, you get to add plus four to your roll, because I there is no conceivable way that you're not 10 feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. I got a 13. I got a non-natural 20. It was a DC 14. You take 9 bludgeoning damage. Oof. And you're stunned until the end of its next turn. Okay, well, I'm on my last legs here. Sirius, you take 5 damage and you're not stunned. Ugh! Oh, this isn't good. Sirius also looks like she's not doing super well. Niklaus, it's your turn. Since it's not a contested roll from the break free, if I were to give it disadvantage on like strength checks, it wouldn't affect it, right? Yeah, the the tentacles are sort of a mechanic thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Niklas will continue to swim away, but as he does, he will look over his shoulder and cast dissonant whispers at second level, and it has to make a wisdom saving throw. The old chug makes a wisdom saving throw, rolling a fourteen. It fails. It takes 4d6 damage. So that's 12 psychic damage. And it must immediately use its reaction, if available, 
to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Niklaus, as you cast the spell, you find yourself standing in that same path in the forest. And you see the same woman with the hair. You look at her and she looks at you. And you take eight psychic damage before you flash back to the present. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the Ochug swims over to the corner. All right, here, here, it's your turn. Uh, I believe I'm stunned this round, so... Correct. You flounder. <laughs> Sirius, it's your turn. How far away is Niklaus? Niklaus is about 20 feet away. He's swimming towards the ledge. Okay. And how far could I throw something? Are you trying to throw something to Niklaus? Like, let's say I was throwing something gnome-sized at <laughs> Niklaus. <laughs> yeah, how about you just roll a strength check? Okay. Niklaus, you have to protect Arya. I throw Arya to, to Niklaus to get her out of harm's way. As a 14. A 14 succeeds. Arya, for a second, is like, hey, what, what are you doing? And then you just chuck her over to Niklaus. I have to protect you. She flies through the air. Does Niklaus just catch her automatically, or is there something that he <laughs> needs to do? What's that, what's that you said, Cyrus? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Arya lands, like, body first into Niklaus's head. Get off! I, I, I'm drowning! <laughs> <laughs> and... That's it. As Arya lands on you, Niklaus, uh, sort of pushing you down into the water, she comes within distance of the control area that is up the ladder from the platform. And there's a look of recognition in her eyes. As you continue to sort of go in and out of the water, Niklaus, you hear her go, we need to get, and then you go under the water, and then over, and then under the water, and then something about a system is all you can hear. It's the Otyug's turn, and it's going to try and bite Cirrus with its teeth. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. And it rolls a seven. That will not work. Ha! <laughs> it will attempt to tentacle slam the two of you. So each of you guys do a constitution saving throw. Pyrkir gets the same plus four boost on that. Hey, I got 18. It's a 15. Both of you pass, but you still take a little bit of damage. Each of you take six bludgeoning damage and you're not stunned. I am unconscious. I am unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have done lay on hands. <laughs> <laughs> Niklaus, it's your turn. Niklaus, you find yourself in the middle of the 60-foot pool with Arya sort of floundering on top of you. <laughs> She's desperately, like, hitting you and, like, trying to get you to go near the ledge at the end of the pool where there's a ladder that leads up to a control area. Niklaus will swim with Arya towards the ledge. Yeah, you can you can dash all the way to the ledge. Is that what you want to do? I don't think he would leave them there. I think he would move his movement and then try to toss her up to the ledge. Okay. Alright. Niklaus, you move 15 feet closer to the ledge. And then you toss her? <laughs> yeah. Alright, go and roll a strength check. Let this be the one good roll. 16. Yeah, you toss her. And as she flies through the air, she's like, not again. <laughs> but she does land on the ladder. 
and she immediately starts climbing up. Nicholas will, uh, he doesn't quite have any movement left, but he'll start heading back towards the unconscious bodies of his friends. Yeah. Nicholas, you turn back to head back towards Kirkir and Sirius. And as you do, you see, uh, to your horror, each of the Otiag's tentacles lifting Sirius and Hirkir up to drop both of them into its mouth. But just as it's about to make nom-noms out of your friends, I'm, I'm sure I probably could have worded that a little bit better. Nope, th- this is what we're going with. Suddenly, several dancing lights Magitek activate from the ceiling. Dochug shudders in response to the bright flashes of light, dropping the unconscious Sirius and Hercure. To their doom. Gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> gurgle, gurgle. Little, little bubble. And then it heads into the depths. Nicklaus, you see Arya like, trying to get your attention from the control room and also pointing at the unconscious Hercure and Sirius. It's fine. Don't worry about us. Yeah, Nicholas will just full speed swim to try to grab them before they sink. Yep. <laughs> you grab both of them. Uh, go ahead and do an athletics check. He's going to try to flip them on their backs so that he can float them back, pushing them. It's going to be a 15 minus 1. That's 14. Yeah. You float them on their backs and then swim towards the ledge. I take the rope. I tie them together, like the waist and the chest, shoulders, like back to back, and then take the other end and climb up the rope, climb up the, come up the ladder, I should say. Take the other end of the rope and climb up the ladder. And once I'm at the top, I, I'll, I'll loop the rope in a primitive block and tackle system <laughs> 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 to pull them uh, up to the ledge. Yeah, you, you do it. So you, you're just on the ledge now? Yep. Okay, from the pool, right? Yeah. Okay. Arya runs down from the control area, and she'll give you help. Okay. From the control room, Niklaus, you hear a door open and some footsteps. You hear a voice go, oh, hell, who who the hell turned this thing on? Trash is going to be stuck here for a week. You see a figure look down from the control area and his and the voice suddenly goes oh shit what and you see you see a dwarf with the big white gray beard looking down at you from the upstairs platform uh he yells down what the hell y'all doing down there we need help my friends they fell in the water the dwarf is just like oh shit and he runs back to get help Everyone, this is Joe, your okayishly adequate dungeon master. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adequate Advanced Magic, in which I nearly party wiped the entire group. That was fun. Join us next week as Hirker and Niklaus and Cirrus begin their ascent back to civilization. Mm-hmm.